trust me, you're not missing anything. Okay. Okay, my friends on Zoom, please open it up on Podbeam. Welcome, everyone. Now I can do it officially. And Marie-Pierre, we're in. Okay, my name is Maria Mariano, 38 years multi-level marketing specialist, business owner with my husband, Mohammed, real estate investors, mama, mother, mother, maybe soon grandmother, God knows, okay? I think I'm ready to be a grandmother because I'm so attached to those dogs. And somebody said to me yesterday, just because you're you for grandchildren, Anyways, I passed the message. We'll see what happens. And my passion in life is to work on being a better version of myself every single day, seven days a week. And I know to be able to do that, I need to be continually, continuously, continually, whatever, reading self-development books, hanging out with people that are better than me, looking at successful people that I want to be like, that have the same values and principles as, as me. So it's, it's, it's a work in progress. So today I am the best version of myself, but less than tomorrow. And I love the podcast because I did it out of a pure... A, uh, it, it's in uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A selfish reason. There we go. It's a selfish reason because I I read self development books, and I realize that when you read something, you forget it. But if I read something and I have to write it, I remember it at least ten percent. And so I said to myself, what can I do to be accountable to read and write? And this is how the podcast started. You know. Um, uh, started in my brain. It was just an idea and it falls in the subject of today. So here is born a personal need where I want to continue reading self-development books, but intentionally so I can work on me, right? And then I started saying, well, if I do the podcast, I'm going to be reading a book, number one. Number two, I'm going to have to take notes, bring my expertise, my experience to it, my examples to it. Now, I know number three is, is now teaching it. You see, Monique, that's the unique privilege you have being a director because you're in a position of teaching. So that now elevates your understanding of something at 80%. We jump from zero, reading, forgetting, writing to 10% to teaching it or what I'm doing this morning to 80%. Ah! And obviously, I need to be accountable. That means I can't share with you, my friends, something and not do it myself. So now I have one more element, which is accountability. And that's why the thought of the podcast became more and more clear in my mind. Now I had another problem. And you see, Marie-Pierre, why I'm bringing this to the table, it's going to help cover what you need to cover, right? So now I have another situation. If I start a podcast on my own and today I don't feel like it, I'm tired, I'm not accountable to anybody. So how many people have begun podcasts and how many people stop doing podcasts or don't keep a consistency? So now what I did is I looked around me and for about a year, I believe, Marie-Pierre, I, I, I recruited myself a team that I knew that even if it was a holiday, even if it was Christmas, even if they were on a holiday, even with the time zone difference, for a whole year, for a whole year, we kind of practiced. We got up every morning and we needed to each prepare our chapters together. And this is where now you have Marie-Pierre, Jean-Philippe, Sabrina, where I'm accountable to them. 
and I know they 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 have the commitment and they are relentless. So remember this: in the second half of of the subject this morning is being surrounded with the right people, being surrounded with the right people. And ever since we started the podcast, it's going to be two years this November in French, and I believe we're going to do one year in English in January. Marie Pierre, if I'm not mistaken, next January. Anyways, long story short. This is how it's done. So the podcast is is really a um, authentic, raw, real. You want to go from here to your next level. I believe the podcast, The Millionaire of the Diamonds, is going to really, really help you to do that. So let's dive into the subject. We are doing the book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, of Stephen Covey. It is not an easy book to read. I'm telling you, you know, Stephen Covey himself is a he has a doctorate, but he's very, very brilliant. So you know, it's that type of English already. You know, I, I don't have a university degree, but it's that type of book that when you're reading, say, what, what language is he talking with his words? So we're going to bring it to you in a way that everybody is going to understand it. And we are in the in the segment of habit number one, right? Habit number one, Marie-Pierre? Habit, habit number two. Hmm. There we go. We're advancing. So two subjects. All things are created twice. If you're leaning in and you're taking notes, all things are created twice. And number two. We create our lives by design or by default. The choice is ours. The choice is ours. So begin with the end in mind. This is the subject. Begin with the end in mind is based on the principle that all things are created twice. So if you're leaning in, begin with the end in mind. All things are created twice. Hmm. What does that mean? Well, first creation is mental. It's going to start in my head. I give you a whole spiel on how the podcast came about. I wanted to show you how the first creation was done in my head. In the, in the, in the, all the details, Marie-Pierre, in all the details. And it started in 2016 precisely when a TV show uh, person said to me, Maria, you should do a podcast. So February 2016, it, be, it became reality in November 2019. It was a three-year process of the first creation in my mind, a three-year process. It's like a blueprint. It's got to be very, very clear in the, in the most minute de details. Second creation is physical. So if you're taking notes, begin with the end in mind, is two things. Creation number one, mental. Creation number two, physical. So example, another example I'm going to give you. I want to construct my home. I want to build my own home. So you create it in every detail before you hammer that first nail. Yes or yes? Okay, absolutely, absolutely. Now, if any of you know people that started renovation without a blueprint, you know how expensive that cost them and the house was never finished. Anybody know people like that? I know people like that. <laughs> they start renovating without a blueprint, okay? So construction of a house, you create it in every detail before you ever hammer the first nail. You get first a clear sense of what kind of house you want. So example for me, family is very important. So I want a family-centered home. So when I built my home, the kitchen and the dining room was the biggest, most fun part of the house because I know that the kitchen and dining room is where everybody gathers. So you're going to design it with what is important to you. 
Okay, what makes it a home, a natural gathering place? You work with ideas, so you, you open magazines, you Google it, you, you, you try to get inspired by what, what's out there already, but also you're going to start tapping in into what I call your own creative imagination, right? You work with your mind, you work with your imagination until you get a clear image of exactly what you want. Yes or yes, this is... Okay, Marie-Pierre, you came to my home. My home is an exact result of what I'm sharing with you now. It took me and Mohammed five years, two people, so 10 years, to build it in our minds for it to answer to the needs of three children, a nanny, and a Tupperware business that would regularly come to my home. But to this day, when I walk around my home, if I were to redo it, Marie-Pierre, I would do exactly the same house. I actually put it for sale just for the sake to see what I would get for it. But at the end of the day, I'm going to sell it to rebuild exactly the same thing. So that's how powerful if you do your first creation in your mind with the most minute details, okay? So until you get this clear, clear image, then it's reduced to a blueprint and developed into construction plans. So every idea needs to be reduced to a blueprint. Write it down. Every idea needs to be developed to a, needs to be reduced to a blueprint and develop develop the construction plan. Okay, all of this is done before you even touch the earth. So before we even started our first podcast, or before even I would think of going out with a man, Marie-Pierre, okay? It was very clear that I wanted to be married, and it was very clear what I was looking in, what I was looking as qualities and as values in my future husband to be that didn't exist. So once I was 18, this young man was interested in me, so he invited me out for lunch, right? So we go on downtown Montreal for lunch and the waitress, she came, she asked us her, her, her order, whatever. The order never arrived that I got up and I left. My friend Carmela, God bless her soul, she's passed away. She goes, oh my God, you're unbelievable. You didn't even give that guy a chance. But you see what Carmela didn't understand is that my blueprint of the man I was to marry was so clear that when he said that stupid thing before the menu arrived, I got up and I left. I don't waste time. Now, I know in my friend's eyes, she thought I was exaggerating, but it was clear what I wanted out of my future husband to, me, to be, okay? If you don't do this, then the second creation, the physical creation, you will make expensive mistakes, you will, you know, be in a relationship, doesn't work. Be in another relationship, doesn't work. It, it costs a lot of money. It costs a lot of time. It costs a lot of energy. So what, do the, what does the carpenter rule, carpenter's rule say? Measure twice, cut once. Measure twice, cut once. You have to make sure that the blueprint, the first creation is really what you want, that you thought of every single detail. Then you put it into bricks and mortar, right? At any, any level. So a few examples before we dive in with Marie-Pierre. I want to write a book. Same thing. Okay. All the details. 
I want to build a successful business. You know, most of us are in multi-level marketing. Same thing. I want, I want to be married to the man or the woman of my dreams. I want to have disciplined, responsible children. I want to go on a trip. I want to plan a 40th birthday party for my wife. Example. I want to do my garden, my flower garden. I want to sew a dress. I want to give a speech. Number one, end in mind, first draft is getting the blueprint precisely. So everybody looks at my garden today. They say, oh, it's so beautiful. Of course it's beautiful. I planned it. I didn't just go to, to, to the nursery and say, ah, take off. And then I figured it out as I went. No, no, it was planned. Everything was planned. So Marie-Pierre, help us with the first steps to create the first end in mind, get the right blueprint going. Yes, thank you, Maria. So I'm Maria. I'm 30 years old. I've been in MLM for seven years now. And before that, I was doing my master in biology. So no, that's not really related. But I love doing the podcast because I, I need to learn something new every day to be able to give it to you every morning. So if you are on Podbean or on the Facebook Live, make sure to share the podcast so we can build that big vision of a thousand millionaires. So we need your help to grow our community. So on the group, Les Millionaires des Diamants Inspirational Group, make sure to be there because it's a group that everybody level up. So that's a really a beautiful community that we have. So make sure to go. And as on Monday, we'll have something new on the group. So make sure to listen to the podcast on Monday morning. We have something new that will be announced on the podcast. So yes, if we go in the subject, I have some tips to guide you and some questions to start your, your planning to do your own blueprint. So now that you will do, you will be at the step or doing, you will know exactly where you are going. So some tips to guide you. First, remember to ask why you want certain things. Ask you why you wanted certain things. Number two is to focus on what you want, not on what you don't want. So focus on what you want and not on what you don't want. That is so important, Marie-Pierre. Everybody's always focused on what they don't want. So you get more of it, eh? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Number three is to give yourself permission to dream, to dream big. Number four is to be creative consider an idea that you never thought possible. And number five is to focus on your wishes, not what others expect of you. So focus on what you want and not what others want from you. So that's the five uh, tips. And now if you need some questions just to start writing something down, uh, you can ask yourself what really matter to you in life, not what should matter, what does matter? What would you like to have more in your life? What do you want in your career? What are your secret passion and dream? What would bring more joy and happiness into your life? What do you want your relationship to be like? What qualities would you like to develop? What are your values? What issues do you care about? What are your talents? What's special about you? 
What would you most like to accomplish? And what would legacy would you like to leave behind? So that's just some questions and tips just to start planning and have something to write on your blueprint. So now that you will be in the step of action, you will have already your blueprint uh, already made. So the first creation will be done. I love it, Marie-Pierre. And don't worry, guys, if you didn't take down notes, it's going to be on the group, the Millionaire of the Diamonds Inspirational Group on Facebook. It's a private group. The documents are always in French and in English. So you can get down this weekend, Monique, with Jim, okay? And you do for yourself, but also as a couple, Monique. This is what has kept my relationship with Mohammed fun for 34 years, you know, and people always laugh when I call him my James Bond, but it's, it's intentional because the blueprint was done. What kind of man I wanted. And more importantly is now that we have been together so long, it's so important more than ever to have continuous project together as a couple. Because, you know, with age, that's what unites you. It's the common vision where you're moving forward. So I love the questions, Marie-Pierre. You need to print that for me, okay? Thank you. Now, the second end in mind. We're going to be now go into the second end in mind. Remember, how many people do you know that did renovations without a blueprint? Now, how did that turn out? Okay, I want you to think two minutes. Or if any of you started moving furniture without a blueprint without a, you know, when I decided to reorganize part of my living room, the first thing I did, I used pen and paper and I redesigned it on paper. Now, once it looked good on paper, I said to Mohammed, boom, 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 boom. Not only did he say yes, because, you know, you always follow the leader who knows where they're going. But number two, there was no frustration because I knew exactly what I wanted. How many of us? Oh, put it there. No, 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 no. Put it there. And then frustration begins. So I'm sure a lot of you people are recognizing yourself. So the second end in mind is the execution of the plan, the execution of the blueprint, the extent of the details of the execution will determine will the results be successful or not. So Marie-Pierre, let's dive right into now what we need for the execution. Don't forget, the first end is a clear blueprint. Second end in mind, execution. Yes, so for the execution, I have a six step for you to execute your plan. So the first one, yes, you now have your vision, but the first step is to have your strategic planning. Because yes, a vision, it's your blueprint, but planning will be your method will be everything that you need to do. So that's the first one, your strategic planning. Number two, it's communication. So once you've created your plan, you need to start the process of engaging your organization. So in reality, the communication process should have been taking place in, place in parallel to the planning process. So communication is the vessel for driving organizational adoption of the new strategy. Number three, it's goal setting. So now that you've got your plan, the next step is to start creating tangible goals. So goals owned by individuals that will actually move your plan towards precision. So it seems obvious, but often organizations will create a plan, communicate it, 
communicated and almost expect the rest to happen by magic. So creating goals with and for your people will help bring the structure around the execution of the plan and it will also flush out any area that might have been overlooked. So that's number three. Number four, it's tracking. <laughs> Maybe you have Monique. something like that. Tracking. Monique. <laughs> did, Monique, did you quantify? Look, it's not me that's saying it. It's the book. <laughs> yes. Now, yeah, it's her favorite word. Did you track? Tracking, tracking, tracking. <laughs> so, yes. No, Marie-Pierre, just allow me to butt and do my Italian thing. No, but seriously, it, you know, how many things we, would we have failed at, okay, if we didn't track? Because we do a lot of things, but they don't give results. But if you track, you don't wait two years before saying, oh, my God, it's not working. I mean, 30 days max, you can reassess, redo a plan or dodge to the right, dodge to the left, right? Tracking, tracking, tracking. Monique, my friend, tracking. Okay, go on. <laughs> so tracking is just to be sure that everyone in your organization is regularly updating the progress of their own goals. Number five is performance management. So there's two things in that one. First is to get feedback from a trusted source. So as the people closest to you in your vision is on point and particularly your family and make changes based on their feedback and make sure uh, you get buy-in. And number two is to find accountability. So seek out people that will encourage you and hold you accountable to stay on course. Ask them to press you on it. And the step number six is to assess and reassess. So just like Maria said, now you can know everything. So you can change a little bit your road, a little bit to the right, if necessary, a little bit to the left and make sure that yes, you will, after that, go back to strategic planning if it's needed and make sure that your plan is okay when you are on the action plan. Thank you, Marika. You're gonna drop that document, eh? So Monique can print it. Okay, good. <laughs> But, but, you know, allow me with my 38 years experience to say being successful is not easy. It's really a, a conscious choice we have to make. And this is why only 10% actually live out their dream life. The rest are just driven by whatever life throws at them. And that's where I want to close with you. Where I want to close with you today, the podcast is understand we need to accept the responsibility for both. Responsibility, able to respond. You have to accept the responsibility for both. One, making a clear blueprint of the end in mind before you touch the earth to build the home. So whatever that represents, writing a book before you begin writing getting married before you get married, planning the 40th anniversary, you know, of your, of your in-laws before you start planning that be responsible for the first blueprint with the most minute details. Always remember those people, you know, if not yourself that did renovations in the home without a blueprint, I promise you those houses are in continuous construction sites. There's no end. 
There's no end and you don't enjoy life because you're always on a construction site. Number two, be responsible for the execution. There's many levels to the execution, but you need to be responsible for the execution. This is how we stay within our circle of influence. Now, for those following us for the first time, I always have on my desk a round circle that it's about, you know, six, six inches in di diameter. And I have another round circle, which is about two inches in diameter. Life is full of um, things that I worry about, but they're only part of my circle of concern. I can't do anything about it. You know, what the government is going to do with taxes after COVID, I can't do anything about. So if I want to be successful, I absolutely need to stay within my circle of influence. This is what this allows me to do. With my blueprint and number two, an execution plan, I'm always on my X and always within my circle of influence, which means I'm going, Monique, from point A to B and then B to C and C. And I'm not just kind of waltzing throughout life between A and B. The choice is ours. Okay, the choice is ours. We either, we either do it by design, where I design it, I am control, I use my unique ability, okay, of uh, my self-awareness that's only a God-given gift to humanity and not to the animal kingdom, kingdom, the choice is mine or by default. What does that mean? Example, in our personal lives, if we don't develop our own self-awareness and do not become responsible, able to respond, for the first creation, we empower others. That means other people, other people and other, other circumstances outside my circle of influence to shape my life. Do you want other people to shape your life? Do you want uh, outside circumstances to shape your life? My answer to that is no. So what happens by default is we become reactive instead of creating our own scripts. So we react to family situation. We react to associates that don't collaborate. We react to everything outside. So the life outside of me is conditioning me today. These are the scripts that come from people and not principles. So when you're following something and they influence you, did you think about it? Does it match you your blueprint? Because otherwise you're going to end up doing things you don't like, like climbing a ladder of success, only to find out that once you're on top of the ladder that you put it against the wrong wall. Okay, we don't want that to happen because the outside, pe the outside people, the outside circumstances, they, they see our vulnerability. They see our depend uh, how dependent we are under approval, uh, on our, their need to love us. It's always like outside in instead of inside out. Remember, success is an inside job, whether we know it or not. Whether we are in control or not, there is a first creation in every part of our life. We are either we are either the, the creator of the second or we let other people create it for us. So the exercise I want you to do today, are you ready? Okay. The exercise I want you to do today is ask yourself, ask yourself, what is it do I want? If it's a house, Let's begin with the house. Go get the notes that Marie-Pierre dropped 
and follow those notes to start adding details to your blueprint. Is it a business? I, I recommend multi-level marketing because there's zero investment and it's a fun way to start dipping your toes in entrepreneurship. Is it a loving relationship? Okay, what does it look like for you? Maybe look around you, successful people that are happily married, and you can start by taking that couple as an example to start writing the notes how you see your spouse, okay? A loving family, is it real estate? And then begin your blueprint. Tomorrow, we're going to continue with the subject. But remember, today, remember, there are two ends in mind. The first is the blueprint, and the second is the execution plan, and both are very, very important. One cannot go with the other, all right? Thank you for joining us. If you loved it, please share and invite other people to join the podcast, The Millionaire of the Diamonds. Off to the French, Marie-Pierre. Thank you. Bye-bye, everyone. Have a great day.